And now, from the diamond to the dugout, it's the Twins Nation Podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's your host. Welcome back to the uh, Twins Nation podcast. Joe and Matt back with you. How are you doing, Matt? How's the moving going? Doing very good. Um, We're getting there. We're almost done. Um, Hopefully, we got somebody interested in buying our old house. And we'll we'll see how that goes on Tuesday. If not, then we'll wait for the next one. (laughs) Sounds Sounds about right. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully it goes smoothly and can get that done, right? Exactly. So, yeah, I know it's a pain in the butt. Um, so, um, let's talk about this team, and we'll and then uh, get to talk about what you did on Saturday. Um, Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> you can tell me your impressions and everything. Uh, we can just mention it now. Matt went to the game on Saturday in person. So, was that your first time at Target Field? Oh no, I've been there no? before. So it's first time in a long time, though. Okay. Okay. We'll get to that though. So, unfortunately, this wasn't a great week for the Twins again. It looks like we went uh, two and four. Lost both series uh, that we played to the Giants and the Blue Jays, two games to one. Um, and just looking over my notes here, uh, still like where the starting pitching's at, but everything else seems to be kind of crap right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's either either the hitting doesn't, you know, isn't there for a game and or else the next game it seems like the hitting's there but the bullpen kind of falls apart on us so we just you know other than the you know maybe the two games we won you know definitely on Saturday against the Blue Jays I mean where everything for the most part kind of came together but it just seems like it's one thing or another with this team we cannot get nothing consistently going yeah no we can't maddening and you know uh it's just especially the inconsistency of the offense and just all these swing and miss guys it's really showing up that we have too many of those uh we need to i think we need to find another some other some guys who aren't trying to uh, always hit for extra bases, you know, mm-hmm. put the ball in play sometimes guys. Yeah, extra bases will take care of themselves. You know, Yeah, I think that's what's happening. You know, we got uh, too many guys to try to kill the ball because they can hit it a long way. Yeah. But, um, so, um, so, like we said, or I said, we uh, lost two to three to the two of three to the Giants. Uh, Monday was one of those losses. Uh, lost four to one. All the runs uh, the Giants scored were in the first inning uh, off Bailey over, and uh, that was one weird game. Uh, the Giants threw an opener at at us that day. Uh, the guy who started the game pitched one inning, and then they brought in a Chamanaya to pitch. Uh, I believe he ended up pitching four innings. I didn't write it down, and he he dominated us because somehow the Twins were not prepared for that, and and uh, they pinch hit a couple of their guys 
by the, we're pinch hit for by the by the third inning. Kirilov uh, and Julian were out of the game by the third inning that night because the Twins were not prepared for them to be uh, uh, facing a lefty as soon as they did that night. Uh, I just, I guess, from what I read, Dan Hayes of the uh, Athletics said the Twins got fooled because Sean Maniah threw a bullpen uh, before the game, and so they figured he wasn't available um, for that game. So kudos to the Giants, I guess, for totally messing with the Twins. Yeah, I mean, with that move, they I mean you took out a uh, an Alex Kirilov who was, you know, has been hot lately, and you know he got one plate appearance, you know, and then the same, you know, yeah, yeah, Julian didn't do get to do anything, which you know, Solano isn't doing been doing too bad, but I think you'd rather have Ed Julian in that lineup. Um, yeah, I just to me. I get why some of these teams do that spot start, you know, with a reliever. Um, and I'm not sure who started that game. I'm, I'm going to assume it was John Breba. It was. Yep. Okay. I'm um, just looking at the looking at the stats here. Um, I mean, yeah. So it's just you know, if you know it's a spot starter, he's only going to go maybe two innings, which means unless you have a you know. Unless you have a big inning, your your whole lineup's not going to go through and see, you know, this pitcher. Right. But, I, yeah, I don't get – I yeah, definitely Rocco was caught off guard, and I'm very disappointed at how they handled it. So, it's – you know, like I said, you got two players that should have been in that lineup and for a grand total of one plate appearance. I don't – Yeah. What's going on? Um, so then, um, Tuesday, I uh, started off, uh, started off and ended off bad. So, uh, started off by finding out that Trevor Larnick uh, was put on the injury list, um, and with not even an injury, he has pneumonia. Um, and, uh, he, uh, I guess I'm overstating it, but he almost died <laughs> uh, you know, rounding the base on last Sunday. He hit a triple and the ball got away, so he sprinted home. And he, had, he did that with pneumonia, and he said, oh, that was the worst. He's <laughs> like, you can see I was wobbly. No. <laughs> Yeah, I've never had pneumonia before, but I know plenty of people have had it, and I see how it weakens them, and it's like I just could not imagine even a guy who's in as good a shape as Larnick is. Yeah, yeah, it's not fun. Um, There's different levels of it. I think I I either had that or I had mono, Um, and um, you sleep a lot. (laughs) Mm, Oh, I bet. and it's all you want to do. Um, and you're just you're just weak. And uh, so to be able to play any ball games like he apparently did before crying uncle. <laughs> yeah. I'm sick. <laughs> uh, it's just amazing to me that he did. Um, so don't know. I mean, he has, of course, he has to be out the 10 days. Don't know if he'll be back after that. Or how soon? Um, right now, hopefully, hopefully it will only be the ten days, but we'll see. Um, so then, uh, uh, some people will like this, some people won't. I was not really announced, but somehow found out that Rocco Baldelli got a contract extension. Uh, he will be the he's now under contract to be the Twins manager through the 2025 season. Um, um, depends on whether you like the guy or don't. 
uh, what your opinion would be of that. <laughs> well, you so. know, when was his contract up? Was it supposed to be this year? I think so. Okay. Um, I think he deserves a little bit of an extension. I mean, obviously, that's what they gave him. They gave him only a two-year extension instead of, you know, like a three or a four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm all right with the move. Obviously, we know he's going to make it through this season, you know. Um, next season, you know, depending on what the team looks, you know, obviously what the team looks like and what our expectations are. Um, I I think he deserves it. I think he deserves the extension. I think he's, you know, I don't we, – we do scratch our heads at what he does, you know, and some of the some of the reasons of why he does the things he does. But I also got to sit and realize that, some of these decisions might not be his. It might be coming from a little higher up. But as far as most of the time what he does on the field, I'm okay with it. I, I mean, the players are behind him. The players like him. You know, and the fans don't always. But that's what the, I think with any coach. Even Bob Melvin probably has people that nobody likes. Yeah. Or, you know, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just, you know, and Bob Melvin is, to me, is one of the most respectable managers in the league. Yeah. Definitely. No, I, I think so. I think this was not a bad ordeal. I mean, and I'm sure, you know, if if it goes south pretty fast, it'll happen next year where if we had to, if we did have to fire him, you know, it's not like we owe him a lot of money. So yeah, I don't know like what they're paying him. It didn't, what I read didn't say what, uh, what, what uh, the dollar value is. So, mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, but it was, yeah, didn't seem like they made a big deal about doing that, but, um, anyway, it was just something I had seen. Um, so then Tuesday night, the game itself, Twins lost 4-3, again, it looks like the offense is just struggling, um, Jorge Lopez, unfortunately, gave up the game-winning or a go-ahead home run in his outing that night. He seems to be struggling a little bit lately. Um, and uh, since the Twins are, were struggling with offense, they didn't score enough runs. Uh, they only scored three. Um, so then the Giants took that series, even though the Twins won the last game. The series seven to one, um, and the only thing of note I took from those that game, uh, other than the win, uh, well, two notes. I, I found it interesting that Twin scored, stole four bases in that game, mm-hmm. including a steal of home by uh, Willie Castro on a double steal, and Yohan uh, Duran. Uh, almost through 105 miles an hour. Um, I think it was recorded as 104.6. Sounds more like a radio station. <laughs> so, it's just, that's insane. Um, not, not quite the fastest pitch I guess I've ever seen, but definitely the fastest any twin has ever done. So that's that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And see, and this was one of those games where pretty much everybody was productive um, for the most part. I know Kirloff didn't have a very good game, and either did uh, Michael Taylor. But I mean, everybody else, you know, hit the ball. You know, the Twins scored seven runs on seven hits. Um, Pitching staff didn't do actually did pretty good. I mean, Joe Ryan didn't put up his his mate, you know, his really good numbers like we're used to seeing. You know, only having four strikeouts and you know, and giving up six hits. I mean, that's you know, four strikeouts is pretty low for him. But I thought the bullpen paid bullpen bullpen played pretty darn good. You know, with Moran and DeLeon. And then Brock Stewart and obviously Duran, we know, you know, can just throw fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, so. you can. It's just it's insane. Um, 
What do you think, though, about this? Uh, the, it does seem like the Twins are making an effort to to steal bases uh, more finally. Um, I mean, mainly it's coming from, like, three guys. Um, yeah. But it's still, it's better than no guys. Um, you know, Buxton's pulling out that weapon, and uh, looks like Willie Castro, when he plays, he's pulling out that weapon of his. Um, who was the third guy? Um, Taylor. Michael if Taylor. Doug. Yep. Yeah, whenever he gets on. Um, yeah, which he's... Michael Taylor has... He's probably playing too him. much. Yeah. yeah, he's just... He's struggled lately. I know he's... He went 0-4. I know he went 0-4 in this game, and it's... I'm kind of looking, and it's like, it just doesn't see... He, he's gotten a lot of hits lately, so... Got a lot of chances to steal bases because he isn't getting on. You know, I mean, we knew he's not really a good hitter. Um, and I guess I was hoping that he wouldn't be playing as much as he is. Um, just um, in my head, at the beginning of the year, uh, Buxton would have been playing center field by now. But obviously, that's not happening. We've belabored that um, Thursday, the Twins didn't play. They had an off day. And then they uh, uh, played this weekend against the Blue Jays and uh, lost two out of three, as we said. Um, the only good day was the day you, you, go out, you went, so we should have kept <laughs> you down there. Oh um, uh, yeah, we twins are still unde- twins are still undefeated with me down there. We should ma- demand you move. You gotta live in the cities now. <laughs> uh, you know, FedEx, FedEx could use somebody down there. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I would have to live. I would have to live outside the city because I honestly do not like living in big cities. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're a small town guy like me. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I could handle living in the. I'm not sure. I'd probably have to live. I wouldn't want to live in. I don't think I'd want to live in Minneapolis proper. Maybe a suburb. Um, but that's. Yeah, I don't like living uh, in a city with about five hundred thousand other people that drive just like I do. <laughs> yeah, I think that'd be too many. Um, so we're we're in agreement there. Um, so other than Saturday, the Twins offense still struggled, the Friday and Friday and Sunday, they lost, uh, Friday, they lost three to one and Sunday today, they lost three to nothing. Um, they lost three to one on Friday, despite, uh, drawing five walks against starter Kevin Gossman. Um, uh, they only scored one of those runs, uh, one of those were Runners is the only one that scored. Um, it just shows you how bad they're not hitting. Um, and again, uh, the starting pitcher didn't do too good. He just didn't get any run support. Uh, the only thing, uh, Louis Varlin was the one who started that game. The only bugaboo he has uh, is he uh, gives up the gopher ball every now and then. Uh, he's already. I don't know how many innings he's pitched now, but he's given up nine home runs already, um, which I know is uh, pretty high because I know he hasn't pitched a lot of innings yet. Um, so that's his one that seems to be his main fault. Is he seems to be a fly ball pitcher, and um, sometimes that means you're going to give up a home run. So. Um, as long as you can keep other guys off the bases, it shouldn't hurt you too much. And he seems to be doing good at that. It just didn't get any run support. Uh, yeah, because you know I'm, you know, the bullpen, you know, led by, you know, Pagan and uh, Jose De Leon. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, those guys did pretty decent. I mean, especially Emilio had a had a decent game. You know, knock on wood that it continues, but well. Eh. But, you know, he didn't give up any hits, struck out three guys, and then, you know, it. I mean, the bullpen did its job. I mean, it kept the game, 
you know, they kept the game close, but we just, you know, the Twins cannot take advantage of anything that seems like it's given to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, we'll talk about that today. Um, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do that, and then we'll talk more about Saturday's game because you were there. Uh, today, uh, they, uh, like I mentioned, they got shut out three to nothing. They had a big chance to score some runs. Um, I believe they were going to have the bases loaded with nobody out. I think there was nobody out, but uh, Ed Julian did not see that uh, Joey Gallo was given the stop sign, so he overran second base and uh, was uh, tagged out. Uh, of course, immediately if you were on Twitter, you saw everybody joke, "Well, that's actually good. We suck with the bases loaded." So. <laughs> Oh, this uh, is just those are work anyway. So yeah, those are just stupid <laughs> mistakes. I mean, yeah. this these are the kind of mistakes that you should see when I at the level I'm coaching or younger. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I understand every once in a while you're going to get a you know somebody's going to have you know have a blonde moment or whatever you want to call it or an mm-hmm. airhead moment, but. It just seems like the Twins have way too many of these kinds of mistakes. And, you know, and it costs them. And I, I don't know. It, it is a little frustrating. Yeah. Well, even even with that, I mean, it, it didn't end the inning. You still can't get the guy in from third, at least. I don't, I don't know how you don't. All you had to do was hit a fly ball or even uh, – Something, uh, make contact somehow. You probably score. And they can't. They can't even do that lately. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I. I. I just don't understand that. I mean, I don't know how the Twins can be so bad in runners in scoring position. I mean, they're worse than Oakland, and Oakland's got a minus sixty run differential. Yikes. <laughs> yikes yikes explain explain it to me i don't know i you know <laughs> think of how good the twins could be if they would could score with runners in scoring position yeah. i mean there's some for you twins fans to think about oakland is better than we are but they're a minus 60 in the run in the they're better than we are in one in one area <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean i understand they're Starting pitching definitely leaves something to desire, but oh, I think yeah. Um, so now we'll talk about Saturday since it was the best game of the week, and you were there. Um, so um, it was, looked like it was a nice weather day and everything. Um, how was the experience? Um, it was good. Um, it started out pretty shaky. Um, the first inning, I wasn't sure what was going to happen after mm. the Blue Jays batted when, what was it? The I think it was, I was pretty sure it was the, it was either the first or second pitch when, uh, Bo Bichette just creamed that one out to left field. Mm. So I'm thinking, first thing I thought was, it's like, oh boy, this might be a long game. <laughs> Yeah, so, but good. you know the the Twins answered back pretty quick with three runs. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I it was great. I mean, Pablo didn't do too bad. Um, there was definitely definitely some excite you know some exciting plays out there. Um, mm-hmm. Especially, I feel the guy I feel bad for totally is uh, Varsho, the <laughs> center fielder. Poor, I that, know Dalton Varsho. <laughs> People who didn't watch the game, Dalton Varsho, the Blue Jays center fielder that day, had two balls go in and out of his glove. Well, one was just glancing out of his glove, off his glove. The one I think he pretty much had in his glove and didn't squeeze it, and they both went over the fence for a Twins home. <laughs> yeah, the, the first one. Yeah, the first one that uh, that Willie that Willie hit. Yeah. Yep, was, yeah, I mean, it just brushed off the top of his glove and then went over center field. Mm-hmm. And then the second one, uh, who was it that hit it? Was it Walner or Julian? I can't remember from the bat. Oh, it was Walner. Walner hit it. 
And yeah, that one should have been caught. That one was in the glove and then out and over. So it was just crazy. People just couldn't, could not believe it. I was, I'm sure the Blue Jay fans around me were just silent. They didn't, (laughs) they couldn't believe what they saw. Not (laughs) once, but twice. Yeah. Two batters in a row. Just like, what the heck? (laughs) Um, and you got to see, uh, at least to this point, Matt Walner's best uh, game of his career. Um, oh, yeah. Him and Willie career. Castro. Yeah, true. Willie Castro not only hit that home run that we talked about, but he, he also hit a second one. Um, I bet I would guess that's the first time he's ever hit two home runs in a game um, without looking it up. I'm guessing that. Um, it is, yeah. It is definitely his first time. And um, Matt Walner, he uh, had four hits, including that home run. Um, and threw out a guy at second base from the wall, basically. And they clocked it at about, uh, what did I hear, about 90? 97 miles an hour. 97. <laughs> and uh, for those of you wondering, yes, he pitched in high school. <laughs> yeah. I know my wife was pretty impressed on that play. She watched him throw, and, you know, she was kind of like, oh, my gosh, he's going to get a double. And then all of a sudden he just whips that ball in there. I'm like, oh, he's got him. He's got him. <laughs> and then, <laughs> as soon as the tag came down, I'm like, called him out. You know, I called him out right away. And, <laughs> you know, I had a pretty okay view of it. And, of course, it was close enough to go to replay. So, but it was, it was close play. Yep. Yep. So, where did you sit? I was actually kind of just not exactly straight ahead with first base, maybe one section down. Okay. So kind of, you know, I had a little bit of an angle at second base, so I could kind of see it a little bit. But, no, it was was a good play. It was definitely a good throw and definitely a throw that had to be on target. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't even – who was the runner? I forgot already. Uh, the runner was, if I remember, I think it was Brandon Belt. Okay. So not necessarily a fast guy, but still. Um, no. Ball went to the wall, so he, he normally would have a double on that. Uh, most guys would. Um, oh, no. I, I oh. No, wait. Yeah, it was. It had to have been Brandon Belt because I think he, he, still got, he still got credit for a single, and I think that was the only oh, yeah. thing he did all day. Okay. Yeah, you you do get credit for a hit and a single on those. You just don't get a double. Um, so, so yeah, we got those two things. I think I told you uh, that in that game alone, Matt Walner's uh, batting average went up over two hundred points. <laughs> he came yeah, into that game was... came into that game batting oh seventy seven and. I believe he was hitting 294 after. <laughs> uh, that, my friends, is because he hasn't had a lot of bats. <laughs> no, he hasn't. He hasn't played. I think today or today or yesterday was his tenth game in this season on the Twins. Um, so, uh, and he got two more hits today. So, um, and you know what that earned him, unfortunately. An option. He got he got demoted. <laughs> How fair is that? <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, with the guys, you know, as much as we'd love to keep him up there, mm-hmm. but you know, we should know how this works. You know, with we Kepler do. coming back and uh, yeah, and uh, Royce coming in, right? Royce is coming back tomorrow. Yeah, that's the big news. Uh, Royce Lewis will be in uniform tomorrow as a Minnesota twin um, and your your uh, daughter's best guy is going to be back in uniform tomorrow too, Max yeah. Pepper so she's yeah, probably going to be upset that she missed him by two days yeah and actually <laughs> I didn't tell her till that game that he wasn't playing because <laughs> I didn't want to <laughs> sit I didn't want to sit and listen to it all weekend <laughs> He didn't pay attention uh, to know that he was that he's been. One of the, yeah, one of the worst. <laughs> the one of the worst things to listen to in a wor- in the world is a nagging seventeen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I 
can't imagine that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, but he'll be back uh, Monday, it looks like. I think that officially will be announced tomorrow. I don't think it was officially announced. Or was it officially announced? Um, yeah, there was something okay. that went by on Twitter about it. Well, but Rocco he told the athletic, uh, Aaron Gleeman, uh, and other reporters that they will activate him tomorrow. Those two tomorrow. Okay. So, not officially official, but the manager said it's happening. So, um, and uh, Twins play here in Houston, right? Yeah. I know they're playing the Astros. Is that in Houston? I'm gonna. Uh, I'd have to look. I, I'm gonna look. I'm thinking we do. I gotta look. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Holiday is in the afternoon. Uh. Uh. So, you're not doing anything tomorrow. Have you wrapped up by mid afternoon? You can watch the twins. Um, and uh, then Tuesday and Wednesday, they play night games. And that'll do it for, for May. Um, and um, I think actually, because they lost to guaranteed unfortunately they're gonna have a losing man um uh, Dick Bramer said on Saturday they had to win the rest of their games to get a winning um, but so so they failed with that unfortunately um so um and uh, looking ahead to June the uh, next time we speak, the Twins will, of course, will play the app. And the next series is back at home against England, which has all of a sudden become big. Uh, the Twins, even though Cleveland's not the next team behind them anymore, uh, Twins need to start winning some ball games. And if you're going to win, the uh, best time to win is when you're playing your own division. Um, and they have, that's a four game series, uh, target field. So they got to hopefully get the, hopefully Royce and, uh, uh, Kepler will, uh, serve as uh, a good boost to this lineup that really needs it. Yeah. Cause you know, this Houston team that we're going to face here coming up is definitely not the first Houston team that we played earlier. Um, I, they are actually kind of starting to find their groove. Um, and I believe they are, yep. They're only two games out of first place in the AL West behind the Texas Rangers who also have been playing pretty good. So this is definitely an Astros team that I'm going to, you know, that you're going to should be a little more worried about, you know, you're you're definitely going to see a better team. Um, kind of looks like we face, you know, kind of the middle of their rotation um, with JP France on Monday, Tuesday would be Brandon Bilek, and then Hunter Brown, who I think is one of their best pitchers on Wednesday. So, and then we have obviously on Monday, Sonny Gray will pitch. Tuesday will be Joe Ryan, and then Thursday will be Louis Varland. Wednesday, yep, yep. Um, be interesting for me because I've never any of those three Astros pitchers pitch that I know of. So um, I'll be interested to see what they're like. I've never, I've never seen them. Uh, yeah, Hunter Brown. Um, is, Hunter Brown so. is a very interesting young pitcher. So he's. He, like I said, he played a little bit last season. Um, he's definitely, I think he was one of their top prospects. Um, he's definitely got a lot of talent, and he could be 
uh, one of Houston's better pitchers in the future. Okay, cool. And uh, like I was saying, yeah, uh, the Twins got big four game series. Cleveland next starting next uh, Thursday through the weekend. Uh, so and then if then if we look too far ahead, which I have in front of me, uh, best team in baseball. Uh, we are the twins have to face uh, next you know, a week from tomorrow, uh, starting a week from tomorrow, no, a week from Tuesday. Um, so that'll be fun. <laughs> mm, yeah, this that is gonna not, be, I cannot explain. How come they are so good all the time <laughs> with that low payroll? <laughs> yeah, how, this is going to be a beast very. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a very interesting and crucial, crucial next couple of series for the Twins and even beyond. The schedule is definitely not going to get easier. No, like we mentioned, you know, like I mentioned before, Houston is definitely, you know, on a roll now. They're definitely playing the kind of team, you know. They're playing like the type of team we thought they would be at the beginning of the year. Cleveland, you can't count Cleveland out. I mean, we're yeah, we're only three games ahead of them. Um, we could easily, you know, screw that up in one series and then have to play them. And, you know, and if the things don't go well there, you know, we could find ourselves in third place after that series, depending on how Detroit does. Yeah. Um, you know, and then we then, you know, the day off and then facing a Tampa in their series. It's just it's not going to get easier for the twins. They got to they definitely got to find something to be some way to be more consistent on offense. You know, and for the most part, most days, you know, the the bullpen, you know, holds its own. We've had, you know, right. And, you know, we had had a few bad days with Pagan and Jacks, And then all of a sudden lately, Jorge Lopez, you know, has been. Just, I don't know. It, it, even Saturday was horrible to watch. That was probably the worst thing I watched on Saturday. Yeah, he so, didn't have a great day. Um, no, faced four batters and gave up three hits and three runs. Okay. That was that was awful. Yeah. So hopefully, hope mechanical thing he has that they haven't figured out yet. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully he gets back on track here soon. Um, and I know Pagan left today's game with an injury. I don't know how serious it is. Um, um, something was wrong with his arm. Um, let me see if, uh, there's been an update. I should have looked at that before. Um. But, uh, oh, yeah, he has, oh, it wasn't his arm, it was his hip. His old left hip flexor strain. Why, Ooh, ouch. Why he was removed. So, at least it's not an arm injury, but legs are not good to be. Yeah. Pitchers need them legs, <laughs> too. Yes, so. they do. Hip flexors uh, are not something to mess with. So, he was removed. We'll see. Uh, how uh, Bill Young Park says he's not being put on the IL today. He's get he got treatment following being removed, and he said he's hopeful he could be back after a day or two of rest. Mm-hmm. I wonder if twins will be like, ah, oh, yeah, no, bud. <laughs> um. You know, if he I just, it, I mean, if he just strained it a little and pulled it, I think a couple of days will be okay. As long as there is no other tears, you know, if there, as long as there ain't no tear or no, mm-hmm. you know, anything worse with it, it should be fine. And, and yeah, I know it's Emilio Pagan, but <laughs> yeah. we need an arm, man. We need an arm. Okay. Some people be like, well, thank God, but no, we don't. We don't thank God for injuries, even to guys. No. 
and a hip flexor and a hip flexor is one I do not wish on anybody. Yeah. Have you experienced that or something? Nope, but no. I did watch you I did had watch. a younger brother that oh. shredded his hip his hip flexor in a wrestling match. Oh. And he still finished the match. Wow, with a, that's with a ripped hip flexor. Yeah, he's kind of nuts. High tolerance for pain. <laughs> this is the same yeah, this is the same brother who's got two screws in his thumb from wrestling, so so <laughs> one in each hand, I should say. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's kinda nuts. But you know, anyway, no, I watched that happen and it was the most painful thing I've ever seen anybody seen happen to a person other than when somebody gets, you know, gets their gets certain limbs turned the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. Flexors are not fun. No, they are and they, and they take a while to heal too. That that's uh that is not fun to watch. Uh I'm not sure what the worst injury I've ever watched is. It's probably a football injury. Um one that comes to mind, uh I think the guy played for South Carolina. Um, he's running back. Oh, was his name Marcus? I think uh, his name is Marcus Lattimore. Oh, okay, yeah. He got hurt in college. He got his knee screwed up. And uh, yeah, if you want to see it, it's probably on YouTube somewhere. Uh, it's gross. <laughs> one of those where the top part and the bottom part of the leg went two different directions. Um, yep. Yep. And uh, uh, so, yeah. Um, and I don't know. I think he did play in NFL, but certainly yep. didn't play. Didn't play. I don't think he reached the, the level that was hoped for. Probably because of that. Um unfortunately but um and you know you see there's some stuff in baseball thankfully not as much because it's not really a contact sport um but um about the worst thing we'll see uh maybe in a catcher collision uh poor buster posey um and uh or when a guy gets hit in the head or in the face. That's probably the most, the two most gruesome things I can think of that, that, that yeah. can happen on a baseball field. So. My only story with that is, is I was, I was in the on deck circle and we had a guy run or a guy hit a ball to third base, third baseman threw the ball to first. He had in his glove, dropped it out of his glove, went to pick down to pick it up. And our runner ran right into him. Mm. And his knee basically went right into his hip mm. and he went tumbling over and in the, like in the air, you could see his knee in one direction mm. and his, uh, his ankle and it broke his ankle off, broke his ankle in half oh. and the other direction. <laughs> and, mm. and he tumbled right Brave. over, over first base. So, mm. and yeah, I knew that was bad. Like I said, when you see a knee and, Kind of look like a Z shape going right over. That's not good. No, no, Ugh. no. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty nasty. Yeah. Never, he never played ball again. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, um, so uh, that's too bad. Uh, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> enough of those ugly stories, right? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's one of those. Um, what are you going to do? So, uh, I guess we're all very excited to finally get the word that Royce Lewis will be on the team starting tomorrow, finally. Um, you know, for a while there it was thought because uh, it was reported earlier this week that um, uh, Carlos Correa is actually battling a foot, some foot problem. Uh He's got uh, uh, some plantar fasciitis and uh, I think something wrong with a, with a 
ligament? Not, I can't remember. Um, yes, yes. But he's playing through it instead of going on the injured list. But the thought right away is maybe that Royce would really come up and replace him and they put Correa on the injured list. But as of right now, that's not going to happen. Royce will be playing third as as we thought before we heard about Correa. So um, I guess that's good news. Um, I'm not sure uh, if it's, you know, when you hear plantar fasciitis, that always, that always gets you scared because a lot of guys have not been the same once they get that. Uh, for those of you who watch baseball, you know that's what uh, plagued uh, Albert Pujols for many years. Um, I mean, Albert wasn't ever a fast guy, but he was even slower once that happened. Um, and um, seemed like that affected his production quite a bit um, once once uh, he got to uh, uh, Anaheim. Uh, and it, that combined with probably a different atmosphere uh, than St. Louis was. Um, I think both of those combined turned him into not quite superhuman <laughs> on a baseball yeah. field. Um, and you know, there's, uh, I think they worry about maybe tearing some ligament when you have that. Um, mm -hmm. and so apparently though, they, they must think it's not that severe if they're going to let him play. Uh, so. I found that interesting. So we'll see. We'll be, Eric, we'll be monitoring, monitoring that, and maybe that explains the at least some of the reason why he is just not producing this year. Um, he is. Uh, yeah, because obviously struggling. it's it's his it's the opposite foot or the uh, opposite leg perfect. that he had his. Uh, has his the controversial angle. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. oh. and I'm pretty yeah. sure that is affecting him a little bit. So, I mean, I don't know how much. Right. So, um, you yeah. don't know how long you've been playing with it. So, exactly. And you never know, maybe with, depending on how, you know, maybe a next game or two goes, if, if Korea, if it's still actually really bugging him, you know then the twins aren't going to be afraid to put him, you know, on an injured list and move, uh, move Lewis over to shortstop and no. then, you know, or, or, or keep him at third and put farmer at shortstop. One of the two, all I know is I, after Saturday's game, I do not want to watch Willie Castro at third base. Oh. So <laughs> his, some of his throws were really scary. <laughs> I, it looked like me playing third base. <laughs> Because yeah. I was so worried Gallo would had to come off the bag a few times to try and get them balls. It's oh. just it was scary yeah. to watch. But I talk mean about, you want to talk about injuries that are scary, it's when first baseman have to reach into a runner to mm -hmm. catch the ball. And you so you were probably worried that was gonna happen. Um, well, either that or the ball was gonna get by Joey, one of the two. Or that, yeah. Um Yeah, that's it's never good. Uh, he, uh, or, yeah, Willie, you know, he had trouble then. And it's also interesting that they've had him play a lot of uh, center field lately, uh, seems like. Um, and of all things, probably to keep his bat in the lineup. <laughs> yeah. I the mean, one thing he... that he, we thought he was weak at has been something that's been pretty decent the last week. Yeah, if if he can keep, you know, honestly, I, I if he's if he's hitting like he is right now, keep him in. You know, yeah. when a guy's on a hitting streak, you keep him in. I mean, he's, you know, he hit. He's I I thought he hit pretty decent during the uh, Toronto series, and he obviously had what one game, one decent game or two decent games against the Giants. I mean, even though we didn't do worth a crap, but I mean, he's. He's trying to do. He's trying to do what he can, and right, you know, and he's he's producing. I mean, 
you really can't, you can't, I mean, you don't dare take him out, you know, not, not if he's on a, not if he's on a hot streak right now. I mean, right now the twins need everything they can to get runs. And if it means jogging Willie Castro out because he's on a hot streak, I'm for it. You know, I mean, yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, that's why I feel bad for uh, that uh, Matt Walner got sent down because he's been, he's showing signs of life and, you know, six hits in two days and he, he has to go back to, to uh, St. Paul because, Unfortunately, he's an outfielder. Um, If he was, if he was anything else, they'd probably. If he was a third baseman, he'd probably stay. (laughs) Oh yeah, well, and you know, if and if it wasn't for Kepler coming back, he would still, he would. I know, yeah. So, but that's just the way it goes. I mean, (laughs) you know, if something else happens to somebody, I mean, I'm sure he's going to definitely be considered. So, especially if we need outfielding. Right. Yep. We, yeah, you know, if, uh, if God forbid something happened to Buxton, there's your DH. Here's Matt Walner. But, which, I don't know if we want to talk about, uh, Buxton seems to be struggling a lot lately, too. Which, which then if you, if you want to, then get into all that. That means that, um, you know, if he's not going to hit and he's the DH, uh, he's of no use to the team. <laughs> no, no. I mean, you know, he's struggling lately. Michael A. Taylor's struggling lately. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I didn't look closely if did Gallo, how did Gallo do today? But I know he was just horrendous on, on Saturday. He did anything today because they got shut yeah. out. Um, yeah, and then I know he was obviously injured on uh, Friday and Wednesday. So, okay, yeah. Um, oh, he got a hit. He got- oh, he did get a hit. Okay, well, um, Bucks went beat. over four. He's hitting two twenty five now. Yellow's yeah. um, um, hitting two oh seven. We don't. Don't expect him to hit much better than that anyway, as average wise. No. Uh, he's one of those guys that I guess you just have to accept he's gonna it's gonna be a strikeout walk or a home run, uh, or, or an extra base hit. Um, that's that's his game. And um, Carlos Gray is sixteen. That's not good enough. Um, this point in the season, you know, these guys got to figure out uh, what the heck. And, yeah, because uh, we're, we're definitely getting to the part where this is, you know, this is going to, your performance now is going to make or break how you finish this, how your season, the rest of your season is going to go. Yeah. And we just, my guy hitting 368. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Matt Walner went almost jumped his batting average three hundred points in two days. Um, but again, that's because he has only played ten games in the majors, so that's what happened. If if you ever watch the beginning of the season, it's kind of fun if you like to see big jumps in batting average. That's that's the time. Um. Other than that, uh, you know, well, Griffin Dex got through an inning today with nothing happening. There you go. Um, so, Cole, he's been, seems like he's doing great. Um, he had the one off outing, uh, but his, then his, his earn run average is. Right now, zero point eight. So that mm. can't can't ask for better. Uh, I would say. <laughs> no, no, and no, actually, you know, and I think so far the bullpen, you know, uh, De Leon, 
Brock Stewart and, you know, even now Cole Literally. Sands, I mean, those guys are, you know, they're, they're producing, you know, they're, they're definitely keep, they're definitely helping the bullpen, keeping, keeping, uh, keeping the twins above water the best they can. So. Yeah. What a revelation. Uh, uh, Brock Stewart's been, um, mm-hmm. I mean, I believe he got the same Saturday. Yes, uh, he did. Because, uh, uh, Jorge Lopez pitched him into a safe situation. Um, mm. leading, and I, I remember texting they had put John in in the eighth inning. I'm like, why is he in this game? They're blowing him out. Um, and then, and then I was like, see, after uh, uh, Lopez is shaky outing, I'm sure we put in drum now. Yeah, well, save the day. So, and sometimes, you know, sometimes coaches will throw a guy who has been struggling into them situations, you know, to kind of, to kind of get, you know, maybe try and give them a little boost of confidence, you know, and I've seen it, but obviously that backfired like a, like a 76 Pinto. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it did. But like I said, Brock Stewart saved the day, and apparently he can throw about 100 miles an hour now. Um, which, from what I understand, he couldn't do a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So somehow they made some adjustment in his mechanics and unleashed. Uh, about 10 miles an hour on a fastball or something like that. Something crazy. And uh, now he's, he's nailed out of that bullpen, thankfully. And thankfully it's with us. Um, I don't know. Is there anything else that we did not talk about that, that oh. you think we should address that I missed? No, other than that, I think everything, we addressed everything, and, you know, hopefully, hopefully the Twins can do something in these next few games, or at least this week, I mean, it's, it's starting to, we're kind of starting to teeter here a little bit, and I'm not really, I'm not really enjoying that, (laughs) and I'm sure you guys aren't either. No, I don't think anybody is, I know, um. I don't know if you follow this guy on uh, YouTube, but his name's Tom Froming, and uh, he does videos on on YouTube. And uh, the last couple days, at least on Twitter, he's he's called the Twins unwatchable, and mm. uh, I don't know that I disagree. <laughs> no, even though I... I've watched him, I I've had the thought, you know, there's probably better things I could be doing. <laughs> probably the probably some of the hardest things to watch about Minnesota Twins baseball is when they are when they're on games like today and uh in game you know or like even on Friday games where they cannot they can get guys on base but they cannot score in running you know with runners in scoring position uh-huh. Or when they sit and just strike out all day, or watching them on the bases sometimes, just running bases, and or just it's it's it is frustrating to watch. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So hopefully they get this out of their system soon, and we can be happy. Hopefully, starting this week, maybe playing a good Houston team will get them somehow on the right foot. Um, it does seem like they seem like they play their best ball when they're playing a good team. Um, at least so far this year, that seemed to be the case. So uh, let's hopefully that my weird theory will uh, work out. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, hopefully next week we'll, we won't have any complaints, but if we do, hopefully they're not the same and they're temporary things, if anything. Uh, but with that, I think we will wrap it up so we don't quit. We don't keep uh, just 
uh, rambling and uh, we can let everybody get on with their day. Thanks for anybody who tunes in and, uh, and uh, we appreciate it and we hope you stay with us. Um, that'll do it for tonight's show. Take her easy, everybody. Yep. Have a good week. Thank you for listening to the Twins Nation podcast. You can follow the show on Facebook and on Twitter. On Facebook, just search for Twins Nation podcast. On Twitter, we're at, at Twins Nation pod. And Joe is at Big Joe Gun.